Once upon a time, there was a small place, a small city, a small town, somewhere in Poland. And there lived a Jew, an elderly man. His name was Shapsi. Shapsi, Shapsi and his wife were getting old. They were already 65 years old. And they didn't have any children yet. They davened so hard. Hashem, please, please give us a baby. We want a baby. But nothing happened. They were married for so long, uh, for 50 years, and they still didn't have children. Finally, they gave up, and they thought Hashem decided not to give them children. Now, Shapsi worked. What was his job? How did he make money to survive, to give food on the table for him and his wife so they can live? He was a book binder. You know what a book binder is? Well, today almost nobody does that anymore. But in the olden days, many years ago, people used to do that. Book binders were people that people had at home like old books, like a Siddur, a Chumash, a Gemara, any safer that was getting old and the cover was getting torn off from the book. They would bring it to the book binder and he was able to glue it back together and fix the books. It was a job and people would pay him something for fixing their books. He would tie them together and he would uh, glue together the cover back to the book and he would sometimes sew the pages together at the end so that they wouldn't fall apart and he would fix the books. That's a book binder, a book fixer. Shapsi was a book binder, but you know book binding didn't make a lot of money. Book binding... Um, People made very little because people didn't pay a lot for fixing books. And some people had enough money to buy new books. They didn't have to fix their old books. They put their old books in the Seamus. You know what Seamus is? Seamus is where you put your old foreign holy books, holy helicus foreign, that you put in a place called Seamus and they bury it because you're not supposed to store it in the garbage. If you have a chumash that's old and torn, don't throw it in the garbage. It's not nice. It's a, it's a holy book. It has kedusha, it has, it has words of prayer in it. It's not supposed to throw it in the garbage, but you put it in a special place. The Tati Mami knows where to go, by the shul sometimes, and they put it in Seamus, and then they bury it in the ground. And that's a respectful way to do it. So, many people didn't buying their books. If their books were too torn, they went and bought it to the Seamus, and they bought themselves new books. So Shapsi didn't make a lot of money. In fact, he made very little. And he and his wife were always hungry and starving because they never had enough money to buy enough food. But Shapsi was such a good Jew. You know what Shapsi would do every week before Shabbos? Shapsi and his wife loved Shabbat. They absolutely loved Shabbat. You know why they loved Shabbat so much? 
Chakad Shabbos is such a special day. Hashem gave it to the Jewish people as a present. He said, on Shabbos, I am very close to you. Shabbos is so holy. He's so special. You don't work. You can spend time with the family. You eat special food. You light candles. It's like very special Shabbos. So they love Shabbos. And they were very thankful to Hashem for giving us a Shabbos. So what would Shabbos do? You know, it's a mitzvah to honor the Shabbos, to make Shabbos special with food, special good food, food that are better than a whole week, right? You eat on Shabbos special food, food that you don't eat the entire week. Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, only on Shabbos we eat special food. So, but Shabbos, he didn't have enough money to buy special food. He couldn't buy kogel and chalas and, and, and chicken because he didn't have anything but enough money. So what would Shabbos do? See, every day he would eat a piece of bread and a cup of water. That's all he had money for. But he would save a penny and another penny and another penny every night of the week. He would put aside a little bit of money, extra money. So when Shabbos came, he would be able to buy something extra special. What was that special thing? A piece of fish. So they were pleased to have a piece of fish with the bread and water. They didn't have a lot, but on Shabbos at least they ate something more and more special than every other day of the week. They ate a piece of fish. And how did Shabbos do it? He saved very, very little by little. They did this every Shabbos. One day, it was a week when Shapsi had made so little money that he didn't even have what to eat during the week. He went hungry at night. He didn't eat supper because he didn't have money. He would go hungry to bed the week of the next day, be hungry all day. He would try to find work so people would come to him and bring him their books. So he could make a little bit of money so he could eat because he's hungry. But people that week did not come with any books. Oh, Shapsi was very worried because it was Tuesday, then they got Wednesday, and Thursday, Shabbos is almost here. We're not even going to have anything special for Shabbos. Oh, he's very terrible. What are we going to do? Not only are we starving during the week, we won't have anything for Shabbos. Shapsi was very sad, very sad. Now, his wife, she saw that her husband is very sad and he doesn't have any money this week. So she thought, listen, she said, Hashem, we can't honor Shabbos this week by getting any special food because we have no money, nothing this week. Shapsi didn't make any money, so... How are we going to honor that special day you gave us? Hashem? You know what I'll do? Hashem, for that special day, I'm going to sweep the floor extra hard and clean the house more than I do every other day. That would be an honor of Shabbat. And not only that, I'm going to sweep places that I haven't swept in so many years like in the bedroom, under the bed. Normally, you know, Shapsi's wife would always clean the kitchen, clean the dining room and the living room. But to go to the bedroom and sweep with the broom under the bed? Man, who does that, right? She, she wouldn't do it. 
But this time, since she couldn't cook for Shabbos anything, she didn't have any money. She said, okay, let me do something else for Shabbos. I will honor Shabbos by sweeping everywhere in the house. Everywhere in the bedrooms, in the bathrooms, under the bed and over the bed, everywhere. And as she was doing this, Shabbos was in shul davening, and his wife is sweeping under the beds, which she hasn't done so in so long. She hears a dangling sound. And what comes out from under the bed with the broom? She sweeps out from under the bed a gold button. A button from her dress. It's a gold button. You know, a button made from pure gold is very expensive. She hasn't seen that button in so many years. Since she got married 50 years ago, she had lost that button. These are buttons that her father gave to her as a present when she got married to Shapsi 50 years ago. And she lost the buttons, but one button was under the bed for 50 years. And she didn't even know because she never swept under the bed. Now she swept under the bed for Shabbos because she couldn't cook anything. She wanted to do something for Shabbos. So she found a gold button. She was so excited. She said, this is a nest. This is a nest. She screamed. This is a miracle. This is amazing. Hashem made a nest. She went quickly to the jeweler who buys gold from people. And she asked him, how much money can I get for this gold button? She said, oh, for that gold button, I can give you quite a bit of money. He gave her a nice amount of money. And she said, um, okay, um, here is the money. And she said, wow, this is such a miracle Hashem made for us. Because Hashem saw how upset we were that we couldn't honor the Shabbat. So let me go and make a very special Shabbos with that money. I'm going to buy the fanciest food, two, three different types of kugel, luxury kugel, potato kugel, and apple kugel. I'm going to buy chicken and meat and everything. I'm going to buy matzo bowl soup and chicken soup, and, and I'm going to buy gefilte fish and other fish, five different types of fishes. And the best challah, the nicest challah, like, like Menachem's favorite challah, the artisan challah, everything. She's going to buy this type of challah, that type of challah, and she's going to buy the best wine and grape juice for Shabbat. Because she wants to show Hashem how grateful and how thankful and how happy she is that Hashem made such a miracle to help them make Shabbat's night. Shabbat didn't know anything about it. Nothing. Nothing. He was sure that this Shabbos was going to be a very sad, miserable Shabbos because there's going to be no food on the table. They're going to go both hungry for Shabbos. So, but he was very embarrassed to come home. Then his wife was going to say, no, no, we have no money, no, no food. He was so embarrassed. So he decided, you know, what's Friday night? Why should I go home after davening? After davening, everybody comes to show and they sing Lachot Deidi, and they Davin Maigev, and then they go home, and they sing Shalom Aleichem with the whole family, Shalom Aleichem, and they say Eishas Chayil, and then they say Kiddush, and everybody's so happy and smiles, and everybody eats Chalim, makes Kiddush, and Chalim, fish, and they sing Nigunim, and they tell the words of Torah and stories, and everybody's so happy, but Shavshi knew that he can't go home because there's nothing 
For Shabbos, there's no food. There's not even candles. It's probably dark in the house because they have no light. In those days, you had to make light with candles. They didn't have electricity like we have today. So we didn't have no money then They don't have money for candles either. So it's probably very dark in the house, and there's nothing on the table. And, and, and his wife probably went to sleep right away. So Shabshi decided he's so embarrassed to go home. He's going to stay in the show. Everybody left. And people went home to sing songs and to eat good food. And Shabshi stayed in the show. And Davin said to Hillen, said, Hashem, what can I do? I'm sorry I couldn't honor the special day, but I'll daven for you. I'll say to Hillen, please accept my Tehillim. And so he stayed till midnight, very late, when he heard all the voices who got quiet because he heard a lot of people singing from that house and from that house. People were singing so loud you can hear them in the show. But at midnight, when he went, finished eating, they made a bench. And then they went to sleep, and everything got quiet in the city, the little town, and the lights went off. So he crawled out of the show and quietly walked to his house, expecting to see a dark, miserable house. Probably his wife is already sleeping. But as he gets closer to the house, he is so shocked. He can't believe his Eyes. What does he see? He sees an amazing amount of light coming out from the windows of his house. He says, what? I must be dreaming. This must be a dream. This can't be true. How can there be light in my house? We don't have any money. Who or wherever? Then he gets closer and he sees through the window that his wife is sitting by the table and the table is full of the nicest food food he has never had in his house because he was always so poor. And now this is a fancy meal. And he can't believe it. He must be dreaming. I must be dreaming. Maybe it's just a nightmare. Maybe I'm just sleeping and I'm dreaming it. And he pinched his face. No, no, no. I'm, a, I'm awake. I, I'm really seeing it. It's really true. My house is full of fancy food. It's unbelievable. He walks into the house and his wife says, Shapsi, I've been waiting for you. It's midnight already. Everybody went to sleep. All the houses are quiet now. How come you didn't come home? I have a beautiful Shabbos for you. Shabbos, he can't believe it. His mouth is dropping open. Uh, uh, what, uh, what, what, what happened? What, how did this happen? Did you steal money or what? How uh, did you have money for that? And his wife says, Shabbos, sit down. I'll tell you the story. And she tells him the story how she was sweeping the floors because she realized there was no food and they couldn't honor Shabbos. And she swept and swept, and then she went to the bedrooms and swept again and swept again. And finally, I heard this dangling pen, and I see this gold button on the floor. I ran to the jeweler, and I sold it, and he gave me a lot of money. I said, Hashem, you made such a nest for us. We found money to make a beautiful Shabbos, and I made the nicest Shabbos to thank Hashem. Shabbos, he couldn't believe his ears when he hears the miracle the nest Hashem made. He said to his wife, my God, I can't believe it. This is amazing. And he wants to start dancing from great semcha, from great joy. And he and his wife start dancing together. And they dance with such joy. So hard. Dance and dance and dance. And then they dance for so long. By the time they realized it's already morning, they hadn't even made Kiddush yet. 
They quickly made Kiddush and ate some food. And that was the end of the Shabbos. Shabbos next day, they had Shabbos. Matzah Shabbos, after Shabbos. Late, late, late at night. With a knock on the door. Who was in the by the door? They open the door and they see it's the Baal Shem Tov and his students. Apparently, the Baal Shem Tov, on that Friday night, Baal Shem Tov lived very far away. He was sitting that Friday night, but Shapsi and his wife were dancing all night because they were so happy for the Nefesh and Mitzvahim. The Baal Shem Tov was sitting far away with his Talmidim and his show and eating Shabbos meal and singing songs and telling stories. And then suddenly, the Valshemtov began to laugh so hard and nobody knew why he laughing. Nobody said a joke. He was laughing and laughing. <laughs> nobody knew why Valshemtov was laughing. So nobody wanted to ask. After Shabbos, Valshemtov said, come. He took a few Talmidim, a few students, Let's go travel to another city. And they came to Shapsi's house. And when they walked into Shapsi's house, he said to Shapsi, please tell me what happened Friday night in your house. What happened today? Shapsi's embarrassed to say, oh, I'm so embarrassed. I probably did something bad. Oh, I'm so, so sorry. No, 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 no. Bashanta says, no, tell me, tell me. And Shapsi tells him the whole story, how he had no money a whole week. And when Shabbos came, there was nothing to buy for Shabbos. And his wife, and he went to shul, and he stayed there till midnight because he was so embarrassed to come home. And his wife found a gold button. She went to the jeweler, and then she bought all the fancy food, and they saw the nest, the miracle Hashem made for them, that they decided to dance all night, and we forgot to eat because we were so busy being happy, so busy dancing. And he says to the person, I know I made a mistake. I shouldn't have done this. We should have eaten normal meal on Friday night. It's a mitzvah, I know. But we got so excited, so we forgot that we danced. It was so happy that Hashem made a nest for us. Hashem said to Shabshi, sit down. They did nothing wrong. I want you to know that when you were dancing with your wife, you were so happy that Hashem made a nest for you so you could make a beautiful Shabbos because he loved Hashem so much. At that time, all the malachim and the angels in Shemayim were gathered by Hashem. And Hashem said, you see, look at Shabsi and his wife, how happy they are for my Shabbos that I gave the Jewish people. And all the malachim said, wow! They all started dancing with Shabsi too. In the Shemayim, hundreds and millions and millions of malachim were dancing and singing the whole time while Shapsi and his wife were dancing down here in this world, in Shomayim, the angels were dancing. Nebuchadnezzar said to his students, do you remember last night on Friday night, in the middle of the meal, I started laughing? Well, I started laughing because I saw how much happiness there was in the heaven, in Shomayim. I said to Shapsi, Shapsi, listen to me. You have a choice. Hashem wants to give you a big reward for being so nice Shabbat and for honoring Shabbat and your wife too. You both have shown that you're so happy to keep Shabbat and to make Shabbat so special. So Hashem is going to give you a reward. You have a choice between two rewards. One reward, either you can become very rich. From now on, you'll be so rich, be able to make Shabbat every day in the most beautiful way. 
or you can be blessed with a child. And Shabbos and his wife said, no, we want a baby boy. She said, okay, baby boy, you'll give him a name like me. My name is Yisrael. The Roshantov's name was Yisrael. Give him a name Yisrael. Shabbos and his wife was so happy to hear this. Roshantov left with his Talmudim. Six months later, the Roshantov passed away. It was Nistarek. And went to Ganei, went to Shemayim. And nine months later, Shabshi and his wife had a baby boy, and they named him Yisrael, like the Balshanta. And this boy became a very, very famous tzaddik, and a very, very famous Rav and Rebbe. And they called him the Koshnitzer Magid. The Koshnitzer Magid. That's the story.